How long can you hello for? Hello. Welcome to episode five of War on Ship People. My name is Isla and I'll be your host today. And later I will be joined by my sister Tish, Patricia, Tishaloo, Tishiru. Um, but unfortunately, we've been having some audio troubles and uh, the introduction was not usable. So I'm recording it after. Um, but it does crackle a little bit throughout as well. So I just wanted to also quickly say that I apologize for the crackles. We are trying to figure it out. It's something to do with the mic dropping out and then my recording program trying to overcompensate for it. So I do apologize um, for that, but I hope you enjoy the podcast otherwise. Excellent. So how was your day? Um, good. There's been some crazy weather happening out there. So it is miserable outside. It is, it is cold and shit and miserable. Yeah. And pretty much snowing in Apollo Bay. Yeah, sleeting. It was pretty crazy. But um, I survived. Um, to get here to Melbourne, I like my hands were like white knuckles on the car the whole way. <laughs> Risky. Yeah. I'm also in a little bit of trouble. Um, do you want to hear my shit person thing that I did today? Oh, my God. Yes. Hit me. So <laughs> the tradition of every episode is that you tell a story about how you've been a shit person. And sometimes it's nice to related to the episode topic but i reckon just hit me with your shit person thing today this is really current i just got a text message so i was cleaning the kitchen really like um quickly before i left to drive here today and as i was like tidying things the way my, one of my methods of cleaning is to fill the sink up with hot soapy water and all the smaller items you know i just chuck into the bottom of the sink mm. and as i was doing my quick rounds i turn around and i look in the sink and there's the salt and the pepper like <laughs> Just, uh, uh, just Bobby in the, in the sink. You just throw them in without paying attention. Without paying attention. Classic. But then what I've done is I went and I grabbed them out really quickly and I had a look and they seemed to be okay. So I just like rinsed off the outside and I put them in the pantry. Anyway, my partner, Tristan, has just messaged me there and he's poured the salt into a cup and he's like, how and why? <laughs> this is so salt clumpy. full of water. Oh, no. <laughs> I like, Yuck. I'm very sorry. I was a real shit person. So yes. that's the shittest thing that I've done recently. Very recently. Soggy salt and pepper. Soggy salt and pepper. <laughs> How could you possibly think they'd be okay? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really think uh, like... Because spy. they were bobbing, I didn't think that maybe water had gotten in there. You but know? they got holes in the top, yeah? Yeah, but yeah. that... Look, I... They couldn't have been in there for very long, so... Classic. Yes. Anyway. Ah, well, salt and pepper (laughs) aside, (laughs) we'll discuss today's episode topic, and today's episode is going to be about ship people in customer service, slash retail, slash hospitality, slash whenever you've had to deal with a ship person when you're doing your job. As long as it's in customer service. <laughs> as long as you have to deal with the general public. Yes. To do with you. I guess it's always like serving. That's why it's customer service. service. Yeah. yeah. So when you become a server. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so Tish, tell me how long have you been doing things like customer service? Tell me a bit about your history around how you have been a server. So, so, when, so when, well, it was with you. When we were really little, I think 10 or 11, we first started working with a girl that had, um, was living with an intellectual disability. 
that was the first point of service, which was fine. That was the, probably the best job. I don't think that's customer service. Her, her parents could count as customers. Maybe. I meant, yeah, okay. Anyway, keep going. Anyway, no. And yeah. then after that, um, started working in hospitality at 12. So done heaps of hospo. I worked in a little bit of retail. Um, but yeah, hospo that ranges from like fine dining to um, owning my own business now, which is a little juice bar. Um, but then also... Shout out to Royal Bar. Shout out to Royal Bar if you're ever in Apollo Bay. Best little Hit it cafe up. on the Great Ocean Road. Yeah. Um, and pubs and things. Pubs, things, bars, clubs. I like worked... I like um, internationally, like at different like restaurants and hostels and stuff. So I've had a lot of customer service experience. Yeah. And I, again, as Tish mentioned, we worked together when we were younger. And after the disability support work we kind of did, I also went into restaurants and ranged from fine dining to crap fast food. Um, and then I moved into... Uh, grocery store work so I worked at Coles for eight and a half years and fuck me that was a wild ride um you didn't make it to 10 years nah eight and a half my long service got paid out at seven so I didn't want to stay any longer oh mate I just feel but like I was also working full-time by then oh yeah yeah so I was working full-time and then working weekends at Coles to hit my long service oh wow mm, that is a lot yeah. yeah but yeah so a long time serving people because I was in the front end the service end um, and that was a long slog <laughs> towards the end of it, definitely. It was fun and novel when I first started there. And then the more you dealt with people, the worse it got. <laughs> Do you think it gets worse? I feel like you have to keep things like fresh in your head. I think a lot of the staff that have been in um, anywhere for a long time get really jaded and yeah. really <laughs> sad about it. So, no, I think it slowly wears you down. <laughs> Actually, recently, me and my um, uni friends, we went out in Melbourne and the server that we had, this was the bar like really only opened at four and he was already having a hard time. <laughs> he was just like, I love my job. I love my job. As he was bringing like our drinks over the table. And is that a mantra you're trying to convince yourself yeah. of? <laughs> Who are you convincing? Because we can tell you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a similar format to last time. We're going to share some stories of our own. Hopefully you've got a few. I didn't really prepare you with that. But anyway, <laughs> otherwise, um, then we're going to roll into some submissions that we got from people. We again put it out to groups around friends and um, people online around how they have dealt with customers in the past and some horror stories, some funny stories, the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, have you got any personal stories that come to mind? The, the first thing that came to my head when you messaged me about this particular topic was just how much it grinds my gears on a <laughs> daily basis when people walk into the shop and I say, hi, how are you? And they just don't fucking say anything back. <laughs> it's so rude. Like, yeah. I, I am horrified. If I ever go anywhere with anyone and we walk in somewhere and they don't say hi back to the person, like I instantly judge you. Like I'm not like... It's common decency just to respond. I hate being ignored. And it's not even hard to just be like, I'm fine. You don't have to ask how I am. You just have to acknowledge I'm speaking as a human being. But what do you think I'm going to do? Like yell at you if you don't want to stay in the shop? Like this is because in my head, I'm trying to work out like why they're not saying hello back. Yeah. You know, and maybe they think that they're coming into like some unwritten nonverbal contract with me that because they've said hello, <laughs> yeah. they then like have to 
buy something buy something or be in my life some way no you just fucking have to say hello I'll explain to you how the shop works and then we'll get on our merry way but people used to do that to me at Coles I'd literally be serving them they'd put their like they would choose me over a self-service checkout and then I'd say hi how are you today donuts and I'm like (laughs) all right I'll just go fuck myself then 100% (laughs) so rude but yeah it's literally common decency just to be like hello or like I'm fine. Well, a lady actually told me one day to shut up and just make her juice. <gasps> no. <laughs> yes. That's so rude. It was so funny. And I was just like, okay. No, I didn't <laughs> even, I like took a very sharp inhale and was like, what just happened? And then like I, the whole time I continued making her juice, I was just like, because I know I'm a very chatty person. I know I'm sometimes too many words and I'm too enthusiastic, <laughs> but you don't have to tell me to not talk and make your juice. Life should not be so serious. Yeah, and that's just plain rude. Like, you don't tell strangers to shut up. You can tell your siblings to shut up. Yeah. But you can't tell strangers to do that. That's just fucking rude. And, like, you have to tolerate noise for five minutes while you get your juice and then you're done. Like, fucking relax. But do you know what? You miss out then. And I feel the same, like, being a customer recently, there's a really grumpy chick that works at one of the ca- checkouts in our in Apollo Bay. We don't have any self-service. You have to go through a cash register person. And it being a small town, I love chatting to the people at the register. Yeah. And this lady is so rude that now when I walk through, I don't say anything to her. She says hello, I say hello back, and that is it. As long as you say hello back, because I was going to say if you completely ignore her, you're a fucking hypocrite. And just be the biggest hypocrite. <laughs> no, 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 no. I yeah. say hello, and then like give her nothing. And now I've started giving her nothing, she tries to engage with me. But I thought, what, Interesting. Is, what is this game you're playing? Reverse psychology. She gives me absolutely nothing when I'm trying to be friendly to her. And as soon as I ignore her a little bit, she's like, I'm like, you know what that is? That friendly person back. That's treat him mean, keep him keen. <laughs> that is young dating 101. She's trying to court you into a friendship. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe she's wanting to court me into always using her checkout. Yeah, well, you know what the other thing? She's probably also encouraging the new behavior. Well, no, because now I don't go to her checkout. Yeah, so but you're not talking people... to her. That's encouraging the behavior. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, the behavior is she doesn't want to talk and she doesn't want customers yeah. to come through. But there are three checkouts and now, which is super petty of me, I will let people go in front of me to, to be go used to hers. by a different checkout. No, not to go to hers. No, they go to hers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm done with her. Yeah, finished. <laughs> very, Friendship is over. Very petty. She's towed the line. <laughs> Any other stories? Um, or any other pet peeves. Why don't, you, why don't you give us one? Because I'm sure that as long as you start talking, things will be refreshed. Well, you know what's so funny, um, which came up a bit in when I asked questions, I, I have a mix of like wild stories of customers that are just like cooked. <laughs> and then I have ones that are like assholes that I just, you remember, you bitch about with your colleagues after and that sort of thing. And I think the asshole shit person ones are more to do with like, one time a lady like threw groceries in my face because she didn't want them. So she's like, well, I don't want them, but threw them at me and I wasn't quick enough to catch them and they hit me in the face. Wow. But like full through them, like maybe an underarm sort of, I don't know what that is. A fling. She She flung flung them in my face. (laughs) Flung a word. Yeah. Anyway, she (laughs) flung them at me Um, and they full hit me in my face. At Cole's getting groceries flung at me. Yeah, literally thrown at my face. And it, I mean, and you know, it wasn't anything too heavy. It was like grapes and packets of biscuits or whatever. But I think because of the price of the grapes, she like threw them at my head. And I was like, what the fuck? I did make the prices. 
which customers complain about all the time. The prices of anything, whether you make them or not, especially me at like a large corporation at a checkout. I didn't make the fucking prices. I don't care if you don't like the fucking prices. I can't help the prices. Please stop yelling at me. Yeah, well, I'm literally 16. It's so it's so funny because, again, small town, when you go through the checkout in a Polar Bay, if they scan something, some of the ladies that work at the register go, so Capsicums recently, she was just like, these are $13 a kilo. Do you want to buy these? Yeah. And I'm like, thank you for checking that for me, yes. which I think is really sweet. Well, we had to do that with the bananas when the hurricane came through. <laughs> um, yeah, we had to check with them that they wanted the bananas. And this one lady bought heaps of bananas and it came to like $40 of bananas. And I was like, although to be fair, it wasn't that many bananas, but I was like to her, oh, just so you know, like the bananas have cost $40. And she's like, I have to have them. It's the only thing my kid eats. And her, like, young child wouldn't eat anything but, like, mashed banana. Wow. So she spent $40 on, like, on 10 bananas. bananas. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. I mean, bananas are great. Off I track. understand it. I'd yeah. probably want all those bananas too. Yeah. Um, Wowee. Yeah, but people complaining about pricing is really common. And I sometimes think when people come through customer servicing, they just want to unload on you and mm. they just want to complain or tell you their life story. And so many customers were like overly friendly with what they would tell me when they'd come through my register once a week. It was yeah. really weird. It's it's another outlet for some people. And it's like weird. Free therapy. Well, it's weird emotional dumping, yeah. which I think is inappropriate. Yeah. And I, and I don't know. And I don't know what that is from. Like, I don't know where in your head. Childhood trauma. Do you think so? <laughs> no. 100%. I just think like. There are so many outlets for a lot of your anger issues and like throwing the grapes at the girl that works at the supermarket at the checkout is inappropriate and And, should never be done. And just the level of anger, like there was another lady that wanted cash out and she wanted $300, but it was like 9am. So our tills get cleared. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can give you a hundred, but there's nothing more in this till. And she's like, well, a hundred's not enough. I want 300. I yelled at me for a bit. Anyway, silly me, afterwards, (laughs) automatically when we got to the savings check or credit bit, she clicked savings and then I automatically was like, cash out and just didn't even think about it. And she was like, $300. Oh my God. And got really angry and I was like, oh, sorry, as I explained before. And she's like, why the fuck did you ask me again then? And just got really angry. I was like, I'm so sorry. It's force of habit. I apologize. (laughs) Just was like, fuck. And then you just stop panicking. You're like, yeah. swearing, swearing and like, any sort of aggressive behavior and just so overly aggressive about cash out i'm like oh there's an atm outside i didn't want to use the atm i wanted to do it all in one transaction okay so you're yelling at me yeah literally anyway um but then you making that mistake well it's you honestly (laughs) you go and blaming then yeah (laughs) your fault for setting her off but you go into like autopilot it was the same thing any flybys scan your card savings check or credit any cash out like you go through a routine because you're just seeing the same people over and over and it's just you know false habit are you like really proficient at, at loading the bags up now i'm a really good packer i was gonna yeah, say i'm a great you're packer. Working at i don't let sean pack so, you don't let <laughs> no he's terrible at it and so he hands me the groceries i'm like not that one no no the heavy one <laughs> yep good yep and another one of those yep no don't hand me the chips we're doing the bottom of the bag so <laughs> yeah i have to talk him through it it's great but he doesn't listen to these podcasts so he'll never know uh, unless he can hear me from the other room he can probably he'll probably listen to this one just because you said that 
Mm, but now I know, it. Sean, you're a terrible packer and terrible I cannot packer. trust you at the supermarket. Yes. But I think working at Coles for so long... Oops, bump my mic. I think working at Coles for so long made me a better customer. Mm. I think you can really as well judge a person by how they treat customer service people. But that's a separate topic. I feel... So this is kind of customer service. I did um, holiday house cleaning for a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and so you don't really get to see the customers. Yeah. But you definitely get to experience how the customers think of their surroundings. How they behave in that how space they behave that's not in that theirs. Space that's not theirs. Yeah. And it's really interesting how fucked up some people can leave things and what people think is appropriate but this this one time and it still gives me a little bit of like like ptsd when i think about it oh no um i got there was one house my friend's dad had his 50th so it was a huge night we all stayed up all night hadn't really been to bed for very long and then had to go to this one house that normally had one bedroom and would take like an hour and a half at the max to clean and there was a little cabin like down the hill from the house which had a whole bunch of extra like mattresses and stuff in it this party of people had taken every mattress every piece of bedding every everything and piled them all into the living room of this tiny house they then had also used every single pot pan plate everything and they were all piled all across all the benches in the kitchen what were they doing there was like weird condoms weird leg socks weird sex toys there was like like legs like compression socks like what you wear on an airplane yes okay there was like the craziest weirdest shit ever and i just walked into the house and i started crying and i went outside <laughs> and i threw up because i was like so hungover and it so was hungover so and i was like this was meant to be an hour clean yeah and i just thought to myself what like what did these what people animals well what did they think and i think as well like i'm the unseen customer service representative there i'm the cleaner yeah. you know so they're not feeling for the person that comes in and does it they give no shits give zero shits and that to me is horrific yes that's disgusting and we actually a few submissions from people in customer service roles such as like working at kmart and working at you know department stores and that sort of thing a lot of stories about people using them as bathrooms so <gasps> i've got a very similar story yeah someone shitting in the middle of a change room yeah my friend katie said the same thing no yeah she said i said oh what's your um what's like what's you, what do you like what is your customer service horror story to work um and experience well one of and she said that fittings rooms are the worst she said that um she worked at target and she was tidying the fitting rooms before close and there was an adult poop in the corner of a lady's room yuck um and she said that she used to find in there used condoms nappies panty liners stuck on mirrors um a lot of that a lot of people sticking sanitary pads on walls and mirrors and she said old um and gross bras and underpants that have been put back on hangers and then obviously the new ones have been they took out of the store yuck yeah so so gross so interesting to defecate in a change room must be desperate times or you're just an absolute fucking pig or like maybe you get off on it do you remember we watched that um movie years ago where like that was a type of sexual deviance to have other people find your poop in weird spots and I know I don't want to yuck people's yum, but it makes it really difficult to be able to do your job. It makes it difficult to want to stay at a job. Yeah. Because- oh, God, I'd fucking quit before I cleaned up someone's shit. I tell you what. <laughs> I had to clean up a kid's piss when he pissed on the floor and vomit. Yeah. But I haven't had to clean up someone's, like, uh, intentional shit. 
girls' toilets at um, restaurants. I've found some really. I've gone into one before, and there's been yeah. like blood and shit everywhere. Yeah. I think it's interesting also that at males' urinals sometimes people will take a deuce in there. <laughs> I think that's a joke between men. It's but just also, not. Also, it's cool. like one of those things where it's like. What is it with people being so proud of their nuggets that they were just like? I bet they took a photo them. of it and sent it to their mates. Be like, <laughs> yeah, bro, guess what I did? This is fucking hilarious. Dude, it just blows my mind. If I opened up the change room at Target and there was a fucking shit on the floor, oh, I fucking I... leave. And as well, one of them that they said the one in that was in the middle of the floor, she said it was literally like a sloppy pile of elephant shit. There was so much of it, and I'm like, oh, they lit. They must have been unwell. To leave something like that, oh, you'd have to be sick. Oh, that's kind of understandable. No, it's nah, not. It's a little bit. Ask if for you a toilet. shit your pants by accident, like if you've just tried to sneak out a little sneaky little fart and but you're unwell. it wasn't unwell. shitting their pants. It was just shitting on the floor. They were able to leave without having shit all over them and no shit on the clothes. So they just dropped their pants and shit. Yeah, bad. No. Anyway, and then... Um, <laughs> I'm done with that. Someone else had worked at Coles and had vomited in a bowl. The worst one I saw, which I was... When she was telling the story, I was expecting her to say, like, they said they smelt something. I'm like, here we go. Someone's taking a shit. <laughs> they came in and the change room was covered in semen. Like, from r- roof to floor. Oh, semen? <laughs> Lots of it. Who has that much semen? Well, that much time. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Or, like, maybe there was, like, five people in there that were all, like, going hammer and tong. Or... Bukaki party? Could, yeah. Or... Oh, wait, is that kids? It. No, Bukaki's when you come on one person, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, or, like... Gross. Pre-saved the cum. And just pre-saved threw it the around. Just threw it around. Oh just were like, God. let's paint these walls. They should donate that so people can have babies instead of fucking throwing it at walls. They that's should disgusting. donate it. I mean, yeah. do you want those people? Nah, you probably don't want theirs. <laughs> <if I'm honest. laughs> Hopefully um, the gene pool slowly eradicates them out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that if they're throwing it away, then it doesn't have a good chance of surviving. No, but it also, we don't want it to, by the sounds of it. Um, speaking of shit in the wrong spot, I have another story from another dear friend of mine. Yes. So my friend um, is an excellent chef and he um, his name's Joe. Hi, Joe. And Hi, Joe. He, um, Thanks for listening. He uh, worked at this um, cafe for a while and he said that one of the worst times that he had was a lady started changing her baby's shitty nappy yuck on the table during lunch no okay then his boss said um hey do you mind doing that in the restroom to which she applied well i would have i would have except you don't have a change table in there and i'm certainly not changing my child on the bathroom floor that's unhygienic (laughs) (laughs) the irony the lack of insight (laughs) like what the heck god like, literally, you're about to eat off where you changed your child's shitty nappy. Yeah, and everyone else has to deal with the smell. Yeah. Come on. And so many of the people um, that are doing these things, I've found out, are actually, like, you know, in well-paying jobs, highly educated, and just don't see anything wrong with the behavior. Like, a, a lady that came into these people's, I don't know, restaurant or whatever, um, was, like, one of them was a court judge, one of them was a lawyer... Like, you know, sensible mm-hmm. or should be sensible people and they just fucking lose their mind. It's yeah. disgusting. It is disgusting. Ugh, so but gross. also it's like the entitlement. So um, another one of my friends, um, Emily, 
from uni was telling me that she, she she's done a lot of hospital work and she said that one of her favorite stories was when an old lady um poked her in the back with her um dirty fork to get her attention yeah. right oh my <laughs> so instead of God. just saying instead of just saying excuse me this little old no well, not little old lady this lady um poked her with her fork and then proceeded to ask her to get her a clean fork because she had to use her one to jab her. No, that's <laughs> disgusting. What level of tit- entitlement? And so many people do shit like that. Like they click, they point, they wave instead of being like polite about it. But she got stabbed with a dirty that's fork. That's so And then gross. asked to fetch a fresh one. And did she have to do it? I mean, when I feel like that's, this is the problem. Like this is why I think so many people get burnt out in customer service is that you are always serving. Yeah. You're always on. You always feel like. I have to. And that old saying around the customer is always right, which they really are not often actually right. Yeah. It's very rare. I have to tell people when they're in the wrong to not argue with me because this, for example, it happened the other day, this guy ordered the wrong thing and he came in and he's just like, oh, this is not what she wanted. And I was like, no, but that's what she ordered. I will happily make her what you want me to make her. And he kept on trying to argue with me. And I said, I'm not going to argue with you, sir. I'm just going to make you what she wanted. And was just so happy to fix it. And I thought, don't come at me. Yeah, um, but you need to know you're wrong. But you need to know. Well, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't that I was like trying to say that he was wrong. I just was like, I'm not arguing. No, I did want to say that I was wrong. I did. <laughs> but you're I right. think I'm that's so fair to still give them what they want, but saying you're wrong. Because people need to know. You need to accept. You need to not be a bad loser. Yeah. Or a fucking asshole. Well, I think it's more that like... I'm going to train you as a customer to not do this to other places. Yeah. But I don't think it works. I don't nah, think they take I never anything learned. on board. No, no one ever learns. That actually reminded me that when I was working at your store, my weird customer service things. <laughs> <laughs> so I was working at Tish's shop over Easter um, and Tish sells things called bliss balls, which are little protein balls um and lots of different flavors blah blah and this guy ordered two of them off me and we were making his juice and he went to work walk out of the store and I was a bit hungover and I was just quickly (laughs) trying to grab him and I said to him oh I'm sorry sir I'll just grab your balls for you (laughs) and he was just like whoa (laughs) it's like oh it's extra customer service or something really gross and I was like oh fuck yeah but at least that was you harassing him like my I mean not at least but my little um first one of my first employees Eleanor like when she she was 14 and she had her first job ever at a news agency and uh like an old man like said that he wanted to tie her up in her, in his caravan <gasps> oh my god and like, that's terrifying like and she like she then had to question herself she's like that's not really appropriate is it and I'm like no. no it's not I don't know why like you feel like you have to even ask that question and then when she wasn't smiling he was like Smile, pretty girl. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking ick, yuck, fuck off. Yeah. I hate men telling you to smile. I hate anyone telling me to smile, but especially men and especially older men. Yeah. Fuck off, you toxic piece of shit. And you don't know, I might have a headache or like have like just. I bet you don't have to smile accident. to be able to do your job. No, it is nice to have a smile. It is, but when someone's being a pig to you, you don't have to play nice. 100%. Yes, gross. Um, I got told one of these funny ones from 
um, I don't know, just some girl on the internet. Um, and she said she was working at like a five-star, very fancy um, steak restaurant in Banff, Canada. Um, and there was a wedding there. And she accidentally set off the fire alarm and she couldn't stop it. And she had to hold her finger on the trigger to stop the sound until the fire brigade came to disarm it because she didn't know the password. Oh, no. Do you want to know what the password was? Fire? No. Oh. Sirloin. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because I respond to all of them. So I ask in this group. Awkwardly, it's for another podcast, but I ask in this group and then when they tell me things, often I like tell them like, I'm so sorry, this has happened to you because some of them are so traumatic. Yeah. Anyway, I said to her, that's mortifying that that happened, but lol at sirloin being the password, of course. That's fucking great. Loved it. Funny. Really funny. funny. Ironic. But anyway, at least it wasn't fire, I guess. It would have been funnier if the password was fire. <laughs> yeah. There was also so many when people were like um, working in customer service, just funny ones more than anything, but they uh, like dropped something on someone's lap and then tried to get it out of their lap and then realized they were touching like a man's crutch, a female touching a man's crutch or vice so versa. easily done. Yeah, because you go to help and you want to be helpful. But, but also like, some well, people don't like being touched, but I'm a touchy person by accident sometimes. So Yeah, I don't like being touched. This is where we differ completely. Please do not touch. Oh, I know. There are lots of people that in my life that are like, you need to stop yeah. trying to hold my hand. Yes, or touch my crutch. I mean, yes, not really ever, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, any other funny ones you got rolling around? Oh, yeah, heaps. One of, like, I've got another personal one that you just reminded me of. Though. Yeah. Um, we, actually, my partner and I were talking about this today. How do people never know what time you're closing or why do they arrive on closing time? Oh, this used to always happen at Coles. And we closed at midnight back then. They, don't, <laughs> they close at like 10 p.m. now. Oh, no, they might still close at midnight, but they're open later. I don't know. But regardless, we closed at midnight and everyone knows and they're always coming at 11.58. And I'm like, if you can't check out in two minutes, you're not welcome here anymore. But also, I wonder when that, when this, every time that happens, you know, because I often like, if nothing's cleaned up or packed down, we'll keep serving, you know? Yeah. But for me, sometimes I also wonder, like, if I call the bank at 10 past five, Will the bank pick up the phone? Like, if I'm banging on the door at, like, 4.59, are they going to let me in? And I don't think they will. And that's why I think I'm like, all these other jobs out in the real world, but they're the customers that expect you to be open past your opening hours. Yeah, and we literally had to keep the register open until midnight. Yeah. Which, my shift was supposed to finish at midnight, so I obviously had to, like, pack that one up and close it down and then do all the other jobs I couldn't do with customers in there. Yeah. So I never finished at midnight, but I'd only get paid until midnight because we were expected to keep the register open until midnight. Oh, no. So the only time I ever got away with it is when people weren't coming in and I was like, well, I can do these extra jobs and then all I had to do was shoot the money up the little tubey thing and then I was out, but... Total bullshit. And people love it as well because they that's what they don't see. They're always like, oh, you know, you're closing early. And it's like, bro, sometimes it takes me two and a half, three hours to clean up, prep, whatever I've got to do for the next day. My shift doesn't end when the door closes. And I think that that's also like how they feel it. And that's when I've worked at bars before that like when it's like the desperation, <laughs> the desperation that comes out when people want just one more drink yeah what do you think that one more drink is going to do for you because i can tell by you asking this desperately you don't need it you've had enough you've had enough get the fuck out just go find someone to harass outside get the fuck out 
Isn't that the song? It's closing time. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Regardless, what they're is, all like what's, that. What's get the fuck out of here? I swear there's one that's like... Yeah, the world, no, yeah. we'll find you it later. Like we'll Bob Google Dylan, it. Then. Yeah, whatever. We'll Google <laughs> it later. Um, there was another submission from a girl uh, that said she worked at a jewelry store and she was six months pregnant, and a really high maintenance customer came in, requested a specific necklace, and she knew she didn't have it in stock. She searched on the computer, and the lady made her pull down all the tubs from the high up and got her to be on her hands and knees, six months pregnant. And got her to search every tub and prove to her it wasn't in the shop. Oh, and I she said, know. now looking back, I would not accept that behavior. But then I was young and um, needed the job, so oh, did it for her. Oh, so spent hours doing that. How awful to make a pregnant lady, or make anyone, but also even more, a pregnant lady crawl on their hands and knees and go up on a ladder to prove to you something they can tell by stock take. But also, like, why? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, why? Like... I just don't understand, like, what did that lady get out of that? You know, and also, what is happening to all the rest of the customers in the room when she's searching for that long? Because if you're looking after her, this is, like, the worst thing ever. If you, if you lose a person to looking after one person for an exorbitant amount of time... Yeah, and losing a good person and then getting stuck with this bad one that probably won't come back anyway. 100%. Awful, awful, awful. And then there was lots of ones around people being like really aggressive, like someone, a lady threatened to slit her throat because she wouldn't refund an item that wasn't from their store. Was she smiling at her across from the train station? No. Inside Uh, joke. I was on the train and I smiled at a Westie. Oh no, we're telling the story. Anyway, I I think it's really funny. So I was just smiling at someone that did a really big spit because I thought I was like, wow, that's a really cool spit. Anyway, she like... Tish smiles at everyone. Again, she's full of sunshine and rainbows. Anyway, so then she got really aggressive and she just like started like looking... She was really far away and I was on the train and she was on the station. So it was okay. I was safe. But then she started like getting really like like mouthing like f you and arms and like blah blah blah, and stood up and she was like pumping her chest and i thought this is a little bit strange so i kept smiling at her because it was so interesting (laughs) you're a bit panicky as well and you don't know what to do so (laughs) you just keep like antagonizing them (laughs) anyway and then she did the the slit her throat thing the thumb across her throat like and then pointed at me like she was gonna kill me (laughs) and then i kept smiling and i was like i think this is bad and then i looked away yes Unfortunately, that's not a customer service story, so I'm going to cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just let you tell it. And then I was like, nah, cut it. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Yeah. All right, train tish, cut. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Weather tish, cut. <laughs> Keep it all in. Keep cut. it all in. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> oh, I can cut it. It's I think it had good hustle, but it's cut. I worked for a fast food shop and this guy wanted just a handful of chips and he'll pay half of something. And I said, you can only get a small bag for this price. And he didn't like that. So he threw his money at me and walked off. Oh my God, so like he, throwing the grapes. But also he didn't get any chips <laughs> yeah. and then he gave her his money. So it's loss, loss, loss for him. But also who just wants a handful of chips? My um, friend but, did that at a bar. She was at a bar. We used to get paid in tips and all of our tips were in coins. Yeah. And we went to a bar and she went to pay them with her tips and the bartender's like, I can't accept that. And so she emptied out all of the coins in her purse, which was a lot, on the bar and then walked out. <sighs> Just for someone else to clean she up. She was like, well, if you don't... like," She was like, it's currency. And I think she was trying to prove a point that it wasn't about her needing the money or having to use that money, but that it's like, it's currency. Yeah, you should accept it. You should accept it. I don't feel like she won. I feel like she probably... <laughs> 
should have just taken her coins elsewhere. Put them at the bank. The bank counts them for you. Yeah. Yeah. Probably one of those moments where you think you're being righteous, but you're really just being a little bit silly. I think you're just getting a bit of a huff in the moment, which a lot of customers do. They get in a huff and they get a bit overstimulated and then they get aggressive. When um, Tristan worked at Subway, he said that um, customers could get like... Uh, it's not entitled, but basically, they'd be you know they have they have things where it costs more. So you know, if you want to add pineapple or beetroot or avocado, it costs a little bit more. Yeah. But he said that they don't put any extra costs on sauces, and some people just go hammer and tong on the sauce. Oh my god! One of the stories <laughs> I received was that a guy kept getting like extra meatballs and extra sauce and extra cheese or whatever. It made the bread so soggy that it fell apart, and he got so angry at them that he <laughs> threw it at them. And they were telling him it's too much sauce, you can't do this. He's like, just do what I fucking ask. It fell apart and he cracked the shit. Also, side note, how long did Tristan work at Subway for? I think a while. Oh, wow. I never knew that that? about him. No, he's such a good little sandwich artist. I love it. Um, When he goes in there now, sometimes, like, we went to Subway and he was, like, chatting to the chick about what it's like to be in there by the counter. Oh, God. Nobody cares, Tristan. It was so cringy. Nobody cares. She was loving it. She was like... She would. She was like, you understand me. (laughs) I have another one. It was, like, while scanning a lady's items, she whipped a $20 note from her bra, which is already a bit gross, and proceeded to pick her teeth with it using the corner Mm-mm. then offered the cash to me to pay the bill Mm-mm. currency is so dirty don't put it in your mouth everyone touches it no one washes their hands okay but once at one no stage, i had sticky currency no i didn't know what to do with it and i had to just like give slowly, it to the bank I had to, like i had to slowly give it out like bit by bit like yeah. because i couldn't just like give all the sticky i couldn't get the stick off it now i'm thinking about it i don't really remember what the stick was but it was i feel like sometimes i'd get sticky currency back at nightclubs because everything's sticky everything's sticky who knows but i remember being like damn it i have this i was too embarrassed to go to the bank so it was one of those things like i just like would give out a little sticky 20 cent here and a little sticky 50 cents there oh so it was coins it was that's what i mean it was sticky it was sticky coins yeah what do you do with sticky coins i don't know again (laughs) give them to the bank put them in the coin sorter and they go no this was before coin sorters existed when was this um, 2000 and... Coin sorters existed. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Tish. <laughs> okay. There were no coin sorters in the town that I was living in. Okay, that is valid because there's nothing in the town you're living in. No, it wasn't in Apollo Bay. It was in Byron. Oh, well, still. This one's really good, which I think you should adopt at your work. I used to tell difficult customers to have a day instead of have a good day. They never noticed. I love that! I think that is great. If you're difficult, I'm going to... Or just in general, I'm going to tell you to have a day. I feel like I love that too hard. But also, <laughs> the I volume. think I might just say that to people that I know in real life from now on. Have a day. Um, we are really blessed at Raw Bar that I would say 90 point. 99.95% of our customers are awesome. Yeah. And again, towards the end of the episodes, we, I always like to discuss the good things about customers and the nice things they've done. I love some customers have like paid it forward to the next people. I've had people do the right thing all the time and be lovely customers and sometimes, you know, purposely come back to my register or to me when I'm serving them and build a friendship over time as well. There was this one really nice guy and fuck me, I'm 
forgot his name or we never spoke about names and but he'd say hi to me every week and we'd chat and I knew so much about his life and did not know his name and he was just like a nicer older gentleman that I was like we could be friends I think that's so unfair though when you've got this great relationship with someone and they somehow figure out your name well I had a name badge on so he had an advantage yeah so then they obnoxiously use it you don't have to say my name. I'm clearly not saying your name. So don't don't make this a point of like who got to the names first because I don't know your name. But he also, so not him, but so many people would get my name wrong because they'd try and read my name badge and they're like, oh, hello, Isla. And I'm like, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> or like, Eliza, so good to see you again. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking to because that's not me, you idiot. It's not my name. Oh, Eliza. Yeah. That's how I'm going to introduce you the next time we do a fucking podcast. Don't you dare. This is my sister, Eliza. <laughs> well, this is my sister, Patricia. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Um, but no, there's lots of nice things that customers do. 100%. Easily, you know, responding to you when you say hello. Cleaning up after themselves is not always essential, but is quite nice to do. Being polite and courteous. Being friendly, being funny, being people that like, when they tell, like, there have been times where it's been really busy, I've been in the store by myself, and people have been like, you're doing a great job. <laughs> I know that sounds condescending. No, I think that's it's nice so to hear when kind. it's busy and stressful. Yeah. yeah, or like, to just know that you're a human being behind, like, all the shit that's going on right now. Which I guess people really sometimes forget when you're serving them they forget you're a person mm. or they forget you're a human being with feelings because they're so caught up in the moment they just absolutely treat you like shit so always remember to treat customer service people respectfully and nicely and be kind because i will lose respect for you if you don't treat them nicely and have a laugh or a joke that isn't inappropriate yeah or not like the same thing customers always used to say the same thing like, if something didn't scan properly, they'd be like, oh, I guess it's free then. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't heard that 20 times today. Thank you so much for your yeah, funny joke. be jokes. more inventive, general yeah, public. Yeah, be funny, <laughs> but be original funny. Don't be regular funny. <laughs> no, I, yeah, just say hello. First things first, if you walk into a shop and the person says hello, say hello back. If they don't say hello to you, that's fine. But if they say hello, say hello. Perfect. Check. Next. Perfect. 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 <laughs> cut. Cut, cut. Do you know that thing? <laughs> the perfect? It's just a baby. Yeah. It's, it's off TikTok, yeah, but yeah. yeah. They're all off TikTok. That's why I wanted to film it for TikTok, so it's something, because I've got a war on ship people pod TikTok. We but it's got film a little bit of something. It's got nothing on it. Zilch. Well, we need to talk about. Anyway, what's your next tip? Or is that it? I thought we were going to bounce off each other. I thought I was going to say a tip and you were going to say a tip. One time, this is off topic, but one time a lady brought in her pet caterpillar. So it's also okay to be like a bit kooky or bring in your pets so I can pat them. I wouldn't pat your caterpillar, but I'd pat if you had a little dog or a little kit cat. Um, Actually, like they don't bring it into like the... Oh, not the service, like the food space. No, but if it's out the front and things, you can give a little pat, give a little bowl of water. Yeah. Cool. Well, sweet potatoes. It's just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start the episode with that. 
Well, Tish, thank you so much for joining me again. It has been so much fun as usual. I'll have to get you back for all of them. You'll have to be my ongoing co-host. <laughs> I'm trying to bully Sean into another one and it's probably going to be about shit drivers because that's some road rage incidents lately. Dang. Well, not him, just around him. It's been a bit shit. So stay tuned for that rager of an episode. Um, but Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, please rate us five stars. Please leave a nice review. We have a War on Ship People Pod Instagram. We have a War on Ship People Pod TikTok, but the TikTok has not got anything on it yet because I don't film these yet. Um, but I might be able to put some recordings with them in some other pictures. I don't know how that works. I'll have to figure that out. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. And the most important thing of all, try not to be a cunt. Bye. Bye.